Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 97 of Fat Love Talk. Here on the podcast today, it's the one and only your host, Zachary, back again for another episode. This time, we're talking about Summer Game Fest, baby. Now, not all of the Summer Game Fest activities have occurred. I know Capcom has an event, and I think somebody else has an event on Tuesday. But just stay with me. I'm going to talk about the Thursday night Summer Game Fest announcements and kind of just stick in that little area. If there's anything else that pops up, I might talk about that, but I mostly want to talk about the Thursday, June 9th Summer Game Fest announcements. Now, I have a, a, a link pulled up on my computer and uh, I'm going to be kind of going in real time scrolling through this list and talking about the games that show up on this list. So, first one on the list is Street Fighter 6. Now, I'm going to keep it real with you guys. I don't play Street Fighter, I don't play fighting games, not my jam. I do enjoy a little Smash Bros every now and again in a party setting, but never independently. So I think that was a great reveal for what it was. People who love Street Fighter should be more qualified to talk about that one. Aliens Dark Descent. Here's my thing with the Aliens franchise. I love the Alien movies. They're fantastic. Sigourney Weaver, brilliant. But the games have never done that well. This is a top-down. It kind of made me think of Alienation. It kind of made me think of Dead Nation. So, I mean, it could work. It's four-player co-op. I just don't see myself ever getting into an Aliens game. The next one was the Callisto Project. We got an extended gameplay trailer. And, and this one I'll sink my teeth into. I'm all in. I was all in from the beginning when they announced it as part of the PUBG universe and then scratched it. The trailer they had back then piqued my interest. I was like, say what? Like, it's that, I, w I was making that Tim Allen tool time. Huh? I can't do it right. But it, it's, it was really fascinating. I really enjoyed it. And then the new stuff they've put out here, brilliant. And the fact that it's coming out soon, even better. I can't wait to play that game. And after my last podcast, you already know it's going to be a crispy gameplay on my YouTube channel. I'm so excited about that. So hang tight, guys. That's coming down the pipeline. I'm very, very excited. Next, we have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. These are quick little snappy you know, reactions, guys. So, so it's going fast. Modern Warfare 2, I loved the 2019 Modern Warfare campaign. I did not do the campaign for the year after, I want to say, with Vanguard. Or maybe Vanguard was, 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 yeah, it was two years. So, never mind, I skipped that. Black Ops Cold War, I didn't finish the campaign for. Vanguard, I did. So, I think the campaign for Modern Warfare 2 looks phenomenal. If the multiplayer holds out, maybe I'll play it for a while. I did play Vanguard for the better half of a year, but I just kind of fell off of it at that point. Um... Doesn't mean I can't go back and slay some people. I actually hopped back on there, what, like a month ago? After a very long hi hiatus, and I had like a 1.4 KD after my match. <laughs> Your boy still got it! But no, I am excited for Modern Warfare 2, and I am still excited for what they have in store. I just re-downloaded the Modern Warfare 2 Remastered campaign that I bought and never played. I'm going to be putting that up on my YouTube channel at some point, so uh, in anticipation for this in October, I'm just excited to play a little Call of Duty. Next we have Flashback 2. Can't say much about it. I actually don't remember that. I think it's a, a sequel to a game that came out a very long time ago. Didn't look that interesting to me. Witchfire, 
I don't even remember that one, but it's coming to PC, so I guess it doesn't affect me. Fort Solace looked very interesting. Um, the fact that it has Troy Baker and Roger Clark really piques my interest, but also, I just love space games. Space, like, suspenseful story adventure games. That sounds really cool. They didn't give us a lot, but they gave us just enough to be like, hey, keep your eyes on this one, you know, put follow, you know, follow us, and maybe we'll keep you posted on some cool stuff. Next, they had Routine, which I found exciting. I was really like, ooh, this game looks awesome. I can't wait to play this. And then at the very end of the trailer, it said Xbox, and I was like, mother. Mm. So I was pretty upset about that. It looked good, but I'll never get to play it because, I mean, Jenny does have an Xbox. So I just, I, I would feel weird asking to play a game on her Xbox. To, I don't know. I'm not really Xbox savvy, so... I'll, I'll hold off on that one. I already got my Switch and my PlayStation, and, you know, hopefully I'll get a PC in the future, and, you know, then we can go from there. And then after that, The Rock showed up, randomly promoting a ZOA energy drink and showing a Black Adam trailer that we already saw, like, a couple days earlier, and it just didn't fit in there. The flow was a little off with that one. I don't know why he did that or why that was part of the showcase. Um, people love The Rock, and I'm one of them. Don't get me wrong. It just fell out of place, you know, like... That was a weird promotion. But I digress. Next we had Outriders World Slayer, which is a DLC for Outriders. Now, I had a friend, um, or I have rather, I have a friend who is my old neighbor. She used to live beneath me in my apartment. And she got into Outriders with a few of her friends, said it was phenomenal. And that's all I ever knew about it. But um, based on the trailer and the type of game it was, I was just like, nah, I'm, I think I'm going to pass on this one. And maybe they're making a lot of changes because I heard the game was kind of bad at first and they improved it. And now with the, the DLC they're releasing, they're really vamping it up and making it better for players to experience. I'm still not going to buy into it. I have too many other games I want right now. And uh, that's going to be that. Next we had Fall Guys Season 1 Free For All trailer revealed. I thought that Fall Guys already had several seasons. I didn't know that they weren't doing seasons. I played Fall Guys when it first came out. I played it for a few months. And I'll be honest, I had a lot of fun. Never ended up winning, but I got to the final round several times. I got like third and second place several times. Never ever won, but it was a lot of fun when I did play it. So I'm excited for everybody who's excited for that. Stormgate got announced with a beta coming. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I don't remember Stormgate. Let me go ahead and mute this trailer and jump ahead. Oh yeah, Stormgate was the one with the, the gargoyles and the shield that she got. That's right. Um, it did. I hope you guys did not hear that. Hell is coming with it, apparently. So, um, I'm really excited um, for the idea of that being a good game. But again, I, I give a lot of games more hope than they should have. The game doesn't show off anything particularly exciting. Next we had High Water. There's no trailer here, so I don't exactly remember that one. And we're going to skip ahead. American Arcadia. A lot of people got excited about American Arcadia. I'm just not big into, you know, those style of games. It didn't seem like my type of game. And it's coming to PC and console. So, hey, maybe I'll change my mind. Next we had Goat Simulator 3, which had a hilarious trailer. I've never played Goat Simulator. I've never touched it. But um, apparently it's a good franchise because they've made two other ones, and now they're announcing a third. Um, after that, we had Marvel's Midnight Suns. Now, this, I knew going into the 
Games Fest, or sorry, Summer Game Fest announcement on Thursday, Jeff Keighley had posted on his Twitter page that Marvel's Midnight Suns would be there, and I was like, oh crap, I'm like, I'm all in. So I was there for Callisto Protocol, and I was there for Marvel's Midnight Suns, and they did not disappoint showing some badass game, well not gameplay, but some badass cinematic trailers, showing off my boy Spider-Man, um, showing off a, a messed up Lilith version of Venom, and a messed up Lilith version of the Hulk, was really, really dope. I loved it, so I'm really, really, really excited. XCOM, if you guys watch my YouTube videos for XCOM, was so gosh darn hard, I couldn't keep playing it. I gave up. That's how hard it was. On easy. I played that crap on easy and I couldn't beat it. It was so hard. So I ended up giving it up. At least I gave it a go. I'm trying to play my backlog, so I'm trying to give everything a chance so that I can say I've played it, I've tried it, I've played it, I've tried it. Um, and I can move on to my next games and hopefully Marvel's Midnight Suns is not that difficult. I want to get it on launch because it's set for October 7th, but Modern Warfare 2 is set for October 25th. And if I have to choose between the two, I will pick Call of Duty because let's just face it. Um, I'm simping hard for the Call of Duty franchise. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I buy it every year. I'm a sucker. Okay, I buy it every year and I play it for maybe six months. I'm a sucker. And you know what? That's just who I am. And you know what? That's okay. I've accepted that. I love Call of Duty. I just don't really love Call of Duty, you know, for the long term. I love it when it's the first six months. They're, you know, they're fixing patches. It's a new game. I'm excited. New maps. You know, new multiplayer lobbies. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Playing the campaign is a blast usually. Um, excluding, you know, Cold War, I didn't finish that one. Maybe I should go back and play it again. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to wait because I want to see somebody else play the beginning of this game. Just the beginning. I don't want spoils, spoilers for me. I just want to know how the game plays and how similar to XCOM it is. Because if I end up buying it, it becoming very, very, very similar to XCOM because it's the same people. I end up not being good at it because of the difficulty spike. I would think with it being a Marvel franchise, they would really make it easier for you, but I don't know. Uh, that's my only concern there. So next we had Cuphead, the delicious last course. I uh, don't play Cuphead, but the, the Netflix show is pretty baller. Uh, after that we had Neon White. Um, that looked pretty cool, but I don't know that I'm going to buy that. We'll kind of have to wait and see. After that we had Midnight Fight Express. Um, I don't actually remember that one. Did I skip that one? I don't know. Um, it says it's coming out on all consoles August 23rd. A demo is now available on Steam, but not on PlayStation. Thanks. Um, after that, we had a Warframe expansion trailer. Um, here's my thing with Warframe. I bet you if I played Warframe, and this goes for pretty much any large MMO-style open-world game. It could be The Elder Scrolls Online. It could be uh, Warframe. It could be a dungeon exploring game. It could, what's that monster fighting free to play game that's similar? Um, and that one too. There could be Winter, Winter Frost, Nether Frost, something like that. Nether Winter. Um, all those games sound awesome. I just don't have the time to invest in that. You know, I, I've literally put off playing Genshin Impact for that exact reason. I want to play Genshin Impact. It looks fun as hell. I just know that I'd be playing it solo. And I really want to play as Aloy. That'd be super cool. But I just don't want to get sucked in. And I have other games I need to be playing. So I avoid large open world 
online games like that. Fallout 76 was awesome. Um, and then my friends fell off of it and it got way, way, way less fun. So I don't play that anymore. Um, after Warframe, we had, what is this, Honkai Star Rail? Not sure I remember that one. It says strategy RPG, so that sounds awesome. I love strategy RPGs. After that, we had Zenless Zone Zero. Uh, Zenless Zone Zero, what is that one? Let's mute that trailer here. Oh, yeah, that's from the people who made Genshin Impact. Zenless Zone Zero. And Honkai Stone Reel is probably the same people as well, then, because they announced these back to back. Uh, this looked really freaking cool. It looked like a standalone game from that studio. This I would 100% buy into. It looks awesome. And I'm really excited about that. After that, we had uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, and Humankind, and One Piece Odyssey. I'm saying them all right now because I have nothing to add to that. None of those games interest me. In fact, I'll even go a step further. One Piece is so large, the manga and the anime at this point, that I am intimidated to even start it. I wanted, it looks interesting, it looks fascinating, it looks really cool. Um, I just, I was so big at this point, I'm overwhelmed. You know, I'm also a little bit overwhelmed to start Dragon Ball. Uh, I did start Dragon Ball the original, but I, I'm just so, it's so large. So many characters, so many plot points have opened and closed and opened and closed. It's insane. And that's the thing with a lot of anime um, or manga or video games based on anime or manga. It's like, oh my god, I got one season behind on My Hero Academia and I'm at the point where I'm like, should I even keep watching it? Oh my god. Even though it was amazing and I really liked it. Um, but that being said, guys, after those games was Soul Hackers 2 and then they talked about... Uh, well, actually, hold on. Soul Hackers 2, I don't have any interest in. It looked cool, um, but that's for a different demographic. I'm just not, I'm not the guy who buys those style of games, generally. After that, we had Xbox Cloud Gaming, Samsung Gaming Hub Smart TV App Trailer. <laughs> that's a mouthful. Oh, my God. I think I skipped this. I saw the end of this because I was trying to, like, skim through it because I was, you know, distracted by other stuff, and I was trying to get to the stuff I wanted to see. Um... Xbox Cloud Gaming, Samsung Gaming Hub Smart TV App. Yeah, that's a mouthful. That's crazy. Uh, for those of you who have an, an Xbox and an Android, kudos to you. Because most of the Xbox people I know have an iPhone. Um, and in fact, most people I know have an iPhone. And that might just be a me thing. I don't know. But after that, we had Capcom Arcade Stadium 2. And then a mini trailer for Mario Strikers Battle League. Um, both of those games I'm passing on, the latter because Nintendo is notorious for charging full price for a game that doesn't have a lot of content. Um, I love Nintendo, don't get me wrong, I'm a big, big fan of their JRPGs they put out there, like Bravely Default 2 was phenomenal. Please, please play that game if you have a Nintendo Switch. But Mario Strikers Battle League is exclusively going to have soccer and some online with your friends. That's literally the whole game. There's no campaign, no story mode. Even Mario Tennis had a campaign. Like, this is why I didn't buy Mario Golf either. It's just like, I can't justify it. And, and if I had a gift card, I, I maybe would get it. But it's still somebody else paying the other half of that. Or portion of that. And I just don't, I don't see myself doing that. But, 
I, I digress. So next we had Metal Hellsinger releasing on September 15th. There's a demo. I don't think I want to even play the demo. This game is not for me. It's a heavy metal rhythm demon slaying game. As much as I did enjoy Doom and Doom Eternal, I just don't think this one is for me. You know, it, it, that's, that ain't it. So I'm going to skip that one. After that, they announced The Quarry um, coming June 10th, which it wasn't really an announcement as much as it was a new trailer for a game that already has been publicly advertised in the gaming space for some time now. Um, I'm definitely going to buy this game down the road. I'm never going to buy uh, a game like this at launch. Um, I bought Man of Madon on sale. I bought Until Dawn on sale. I bought Little Hope on sale. I haven't played Little Hope yet. I just bought that a couple weeks ago on sale. And it's got Will Poulter, which is really dope. Um, so I am looking forward to that one quite a bit. Um, but the query looks good. I will play it, just not at launch. After that, we got a cool trailer for Nightingale, and this trailer looks really dope. It's got co-op or single player. You travel through realms, you craft, you do stuff. It looks like a really, really cool um, survival-style game. If I can get my brother and maybe one other person into it, then maybe I can have a real chance of getting a, a great time going. With this game, I don't think they announced a release date. They might have. I don't. They might have actually. Now that I think about it, but I do know that it's going to be really fun if they do it right. After that, they announced the Saints Row Boss Factory demo, and I was like, "What? I am so intrigued by Saints Row, but I don't want to buy it at launch just out of the." The sheer size of that game, I don't think I really have the time to play a game that big. Um, so I'm going to play the demo. I downloaded the demo. Look for that on my YouTube channel at some point. Um, but I am excited that they have a demo. That's what I got out of that was there's a demo. I'm going to love it. Let's try it out. The next thing they announced was Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide. Um, that looks really cool. It's coming out on September 13th. Now, it says here it's planned to be released exclusively for Windows PC via Steam and Microsoft Store and Xbox Series SX. So if it's not PlayStation, then that's a shame, but it looks alright. I've never been a fan of the first-person uh, Warhammer games. I've only played one Warhammer game, and it was first-person. That's the only thing I'm basing this off of. I have... Literally, <laughs> no experience on Warhammer games, so uh, I, I, try, I say that very loosely. Um, after that, they announced Layers of Fear, which is a sequel to Layer of Fear? Maybe it's just Layer of Fear? I don't know. I know it's a sequel to a different Layer of Fear title. Um, it looks really cool, and I, I mean, I'm not big into horror games, but if it gets enough of a, a, a you know notice from my brother or one of my friends they might get me to play it uh, as of right now no plans to play this one but hey you never know next thing was gotham knights we had some nightwing gameplay now they posted previously they had a whole section where they talked about the game and they gave you some gameplay stuff and it was really cool you got some red hood and some nightwing trailer uh gameplay stuff and then this Summer's Game Fest trailer was just focused on Nightwing, 
and which is cool, but I'm definitely not going to be buying Gotham Knights at launch, but I definitely think down the road it does seem like a good pickup. I've never played the Batman Arkham games, and this takes place in the world after Batman is gone, so I downloaded the first Batman uh, Arkham game, and I have it on disc, so I had to find my disc somewhere and, and install it. And I plan on playing that and posting that on my channel, so look for that. But down the road, if this gets to, you know, if I end up liking those Batman Arkham games enough, I might end up picking this up um, on sale or something. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. The next thing they announced, oh boy howdy. Neil Druckmann came out, and we know it's my guy talking about The Last of Us. And I am a big, big fan of The Last of Us. Unpopular opinion, The Last of Us Part 2 was one of the best games that came out that year. It was phenomenal. I really, really loved the story arc for Ellie and Abby. I loved the way that they clashed. I loved the way that it brought the story to, like, a just chaotic earthquake moment. It was wild. And I, I think that they did a really good job with a lot of the backstory there. They really made you figure out who these characters were. And if you watch my Let's Play for The Last of Us Part 2, um, when I finally figure out that I have to play the campaign as Abby for a section, I get angry. And I, I stopped the gameplay. Like, I'm just like, I don't even know that I want to keep... You know, then I had to sleep on it. I thought about it. I came back and I was like, I... Alright, we doing this. Um, it was a good, t it was a great, phenomenal even, video game. The Last of Us Part 2 was phenomenal. But Neil Druckmann didn't come out there for The Last of Us Part 2. He came out there because they talked a little bit about the HBO show, showed us an exclusive screenshot with Pedro Pascal um, as um, Ellie's father figure, Joel, and uh, the actress who plays Ellie whose name escapes me, I forget her name, but they confirmed, um, you know, the development's going well, they actually were filming their last day of the show, the day after Summer Game Fest, so at the time of recording this, they've probably wrapped, and then he talked about a standalone multiplayer game in the world of The Last of Us, oh man, they said it was their largest and most ambitious project to date, in a new city, and I thought The Last of Us multiplayer was really cool, but I didn't play it much, so I didn't really get a, you know, a lot of time with it, so if they do something special here, they might capture the hearts of a lot of fans and get a big fan base, because they're planning to support it, they're planning to add content to it, it's, a, it's an evolving multiplayer experience, and I'm very, very excited about that. Additionally, they premiered The Last of Us Remake which was made from the ground up for next-gen consoles, you know, for PlayStation 5, essentially, since, you know, I'm excited. And I think it's coming to PC, too. I want to say I think it's coming to PC. Um, but I know for a fact it's coming to PS5. And uh, it looked gorgeous. They compared The Last of Us remake on PS4 to The Last of Us on PS5 with next-gen graphics. And they used all the same updated technology from The Last of Us Part 2 and implemented that into the remake of The Last of Us Remastered uh, or The Last of Us Part 1 remake version for PS5. I am so excited about that. I haven't played The Last of Us Part 1, um, I don't think, 
maybe five, six, six, seven years, something like that. It's been a while. And I didn't finish the full DLC experience with Ellie and her friend. Um, I did not finish that. So I'm pretty excited, actually, because I loved The Last of Us Part Two. It was a really, really, really good game. And I'm pretty excited about where they're going to take The Last of Us um, when they remake it. And if they're going to include the DLC. And, you know, it's going to be a full-price game. So that, that's just, that was a very, very exciting announcement for me personally. Now, I do want to say that after this showcase, because that was the last announcement, after the showcase, they did have Day of Devs, and I didn't watch that, so I see all the lists of games in front of me. Um, I'm not going to read them off. I also see that they say Devolver Digital had a, a showcase. They show that Netflix Geeked Week had a gaming section for a ton of games they're going to make, um, and I didn't know they were making a Tekken a Dragon Age, a Cuphead game, all for Netflix. That's wild. Dota's getting a Netflix game. I'm seeing all this stuff for the first time. What? The Queen's Gambit Chess? Castlevania? Nocturne? I did see that one. And Sonic Prime? They've really got some, some, some recognizable names getting games. See, here's my thought. Netflix is getting too jacked. You know, they're trying to expand their, their market, and they're trying to justify their prices being jacked up sky high. Um, I'm almost at a point where I want to just watch nothing but Netflix for two or three months and then cancel my subscription for the rest of my life. Um, and I'm joking, of course, when I say that because I got to be around for Stranger Things season five because dear God, that season four part one finale left me wanting more. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, guys, um, more to the point, Netflix Geek Week happened. And then the Epic's Game Store Summer Showcase. I see a Lord of the Rings game, a Ghostbusters game. Um, it looks like they showed off Goat Simulator 3. Uh, Rocket League. I did see that Rocket League um, got a new trailer for Season 7. I'm actively playing Rocket League on my PlayStation. I'm very into it. I'm tier like 105 right now for the Rocket Pass, which resets next week, I believe, on the... Either the 15th or the 17th. The 17th is a Friday, so I want to say the 17th. Um, but it might actually be the 15th. But I digress. I'm really excited for the new Rocket Pass, the new seasonal rewards. That's going to be a lot of fun. Tribeca Games had a showcase, it looks like. Um, that had some cool stuff on it. Um, As Dusk Falls, I did see a trailer for that. That looks really cool. I'm really excited about that. If they have an Oxenfree 2 trailer, I gotta look that up. I really liked Oxenfree. That was a fun game. Um, I don't know if I played that on my channel or if I just played that on my own, but that was a really fun game. And then, of course, we had the Xbox and Bethesda showcases yesterday. I'm recording this on Monday. Um, actually, there are some stopping points. You might recognize it in the clips where I had to. I have to work today, so I'm recording on my lunch break, and I'm recording um, before work. So those were some really good announcements. Um, I'm going to have a separate podcast about Xbox um, and Bethesda as a PlayStation player. I do have some thoughts on their Xbox showcase. And then the PC gaming showcase. And then the Capcom showcase is today at 8 o'clock tonight. I will be off work ready as a biscuit to uh, not watch it. But I might tune in. It just depends on what I'm doing. I really just don't know what I'll be doing. Uh, but anyway, guys, that's where I'm going to leave you for the podcast right now. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to listen to my podcast, to hang out with me, and uh, 
nothing but love on my end. I'm going to go eat my lunch and clock back into work. Uh, you guys have an awesome night, and I will talk to you guys on the next episode here on the pod.